Welcome to episode 16 of This Is Only a Test, recorded June 17th, 2009. Uh, this week we're going to talk about E3, so we're going to talk about Nintendo DS, Microsoft Connect, Sony Move, new Xbox 360, Harmonix's awesome instruments, and of course the imminent release of OnLive, well today or tomorrow, depending on whenever you listen to the show. All that, plus, uh, well, probably not a whole lot more, but something else, I'm sure, on this week's episode of This Is Only a Test. I'm Will Smith. With me yet again, my dear friend Norman Chan. Hello. We're I would say we're jet lagged, but we we haven't actually traveled through time zones, so that's not possible. But I am physically exhausted today. I'm gonna just say that up front. How about you, Norman? I'm I'm pretty tired. Also, you're pretty tired. I'm so, seeing double. Explain everything. Explain why we why are is physically this in 3D exhausted right now. Why is this not in 3D? I want. I want this 3D, 3D everything. This in 3D and this in 3D. Why the world seems flatter. So, okay, so yesterday, uh, Norm and I and Anna, our producer, did a uh, whirlwind tour of the Electronic Entertainment Expo 2010. We joined the fight. Commonly known as E3. The, the Electronic 3 yes. in L.A. Yes, we did. We battled. We, 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 we went to the Staples yes. Center and the Los Angeles Convention Center, and we emerged, I'd say, moderately victorious. What, what do you think? The Calvary. Yeah, I, I would say. You know, I, I feel like you know, a good time was had by all. Yes. There are good Winner, videos. Winners everywhere. There, there's, there's almost certainly some humiliating videos going up on the site later this week, uh, of mostly of me and Norm. So, uh, so okay, so let's talk, about, let's talk about the E3 again. Okay. Uh, basically, start at the very beginning. We got there. Giant, giant, enormous line to get into the show at like 930 uh, and then followed immediately by what would you say was a mad dash? So uh, the doors opened at 10 o'clock. We got there yes. at 7 o'clock. And we waited not in the lobby area of the convention well, hold on. center. We got to L.A. at 7 o'clock. We, we got to the convention at like 8, 15, 8, 30, sure. something like that. So we waited at the uh, the lobby area where, where you know, the, the pre-booth kiosks or, you know, there was a car cut in half and, you know, people were slowly assembling. And we were there for an hour in possibly the widest line I've ever seen. It was an incredibly it, it, wide line. The line there, had there to be no 80 order. feet wide. No order at all. And at, ex- at 10 o'clock, the doors opened, and everyone, literally everyone in that line, made a mad dash to the Nintendo it was the, the The bouncer guys were standing there saying, walk, walk, walk. So we were walking, we walked, I, I would so say, we were briskly. Out of sight, yes. then, then Norm then ducked into a full sprint, hustled pretty much. to the line. I stopped and talked to people I recognized that were already in the line. I, I, that's just, you know. And, and then we realized we were maybe a thousand people back, 30 seconds into the doors opening. Yes. We were way, way back in the line. Because I mean, basically it was an hour long the fucking line. exhibitors, before doors opened, yes. got into the line. Yes. I don't think there's any rules about that. I don't think they broke any rules. I think they're just dicks, they're, basically. They're just dicks. Why, why aren't they at their own booths? Why aren't they showing off their games? Well, they're doing competitive research, right? So, okay, so we waited in the giant line. Was it worth waiting in an hour and 25-minute long line, 20-minute long, Absolutely. whatever it was? Absolutely. Yes. Okay, so let's for, talk about 3DS, because I think 3DS, for me, probably the most exciting thing out of the show. Do you disagree? Most exciting thing out of t- past 3E3. So 3DS... Uh, basically, if you don't know, if you've been living under a rock for the last three months, 3DS is is the next. It's the it's really the first hardware refresh refresh of the DS. I mean, we've seen DS Lite. A, a little bit of added functionality, some smaller designs, but the same graphics, same CPU, same core functionality, same screen, same screen resolution in the uh, the original DS, the DS Lite, the DSi, and the DSi XL. This the 3DS, uh, even though it has three in the name, it's actually the second. The real second generation DS, I think. Um, the three in the name is to indicate that it has a 3D screen, right? It does have a 3D screen, a an amazing 3D screen, <laughs> a glassesless 3D screen. So, okay, so the gist is, you hold it like a you know normal holding distance for a DS in front of your face, 
and the screen is magically 3D. It's like looking into a box filled with your game on the top screen only. Of course, the bottom screen is still a touch screen. We'll talk about some input stuff in a minute, but there's a lot of interesting stuff going on there. Uh, how, how was the 3D norm? The 3D worked. Um, so would you say it works really well or gloriously? Or is it, I, I would was say it stupendous? It, Did it blow seamless, you away? Seamless 3D. I Naturally like seamless 3D. 3D. Uh, not, uh, not sensational 3D Jaws 3D, but... Yeah, but, I mean, there were no 3D. there were no kind of baseball coming straight at you out of the screen moments uh, as were so common in bad 3D movies when I was a kid. Disconcerting, maybe a little, in in that the bottom screen is 2D and then you know the world is 3D, but you look at the screen and suddenly Bowser is in 3D. Uh, but also very natural in that you don't see you never saw any of the interlacing. The parallax screen didn't look like a the crappy uh, lenticular screen you see in like storybooks. Yes. Um, and the, very comfortable. There was a slider bar. So design. The 3DS yes. is about the size, I would say. Uh, it's it, about it's about normal DS size. No, no. It's bigger than DS Lite. It's definitely It's, it's between DS Lite and, and the, the OG, OG original DS. DS. Yeah. Not bulky. So it wasn't like bent up. It's still shaped like the DS, the DSi, yes. the DS Lite. Um, but a little wider, a little thicker, mostly thick in the bottom. Uh, the screen definitely wasn't as big. Three and a half inch wasn't as big as I thought it'd be uh, based on some of the, the fan renders that went online before. Yeah. So you do see a lot of bezel on the top. But, the, but, but that's where is, the speakers are. It's not but, a bad yeah, thing it's necessarily. It's not necessarily a bad thing. But 3.5 inches, I thought pretty generous for a DS. Um, and then uh, additional hardware. So Okay. Yeah. So so in addition to the uh, 3D screen, which which I mean really – I mean, when they announced that they were, were going to do a, a 3D DS, it was a glassesless 3D. I mean, I'm already naturally skeptical about 3D, but I, I knew I, – I mean, I've seen glassesless 3D monitors in the past, and they, they none of them worked very well. You always had to hold your he- head in a very specific position, and if you moved a little bit to the left or a little bit to the right, then then you would lose the effect or you'd kind of go cross-eyed, and it, it was just bad. So I was skeptical about the glassesless 3D. Put that, put the, put the, put that aside. I mean, if you have two eyes and and – and can use them both, it worked. I have yep. terrible vision. Worked fine for me. I was really pleasantly surprised. We didn't. We only had like twenty minutes to play with the uh, the handheld. So I mean, I don't know about. We don't know about eye strain yet. I don't know if you're going to want to spend sixteen hours straight playing Final Fantasy on this. But it looked really good uh, in the twenty minutes that we had. So there is a slider bar, adjustable slider bar on the right side of the screen, where you can move. It's about I think I would say maybe two centimeters tall. And you can slide from turning 3D off completely yes. to having full. And even in full mode, uh, the images don't really pop out. I would say they, because the screen is only about three inches wide, um, they can't come off the screen more than you know an inch or so. Uh, and some and, and, uh, some images do do did pop up a little bit. See, I didn't I didn't get that, but it, that, that could be a my, my bad vision thing too. Also. Yeah. And you know, it also depends on your eyes. I guess the further your eyes are apart, maybe the more pronounced. Yes. Yeah. So if you have a weird deformed shaped head, you'll probably get the best 3D effects. Yes. Okay. So uh, in addition to the 3D screen, they added a ton of new hardware, as Norm alluded to earlier. Uh, basically, all the normal DS input options are there: the two triggers, four face buttons, a D-pad, um, the touch screen. All that stuff is unchanged. Uh, the stuff from the DSi is there. The the forward-facing camera that you can take pictures of the environment with. The U-facing camera that you can take pictures of you with. However, they've added a second camera to the world-facing camera. So you can take 3D pictures that you can then display on the 3D screen. And you can use it to watch... Uh you know, when you're taking pictures, you you see the world. It's like you know, it's a live video. So you're saying I can look at a screen and see the world in 3D that's all yep. around me. Yep, that's crazy. That's amazing. Okay, so uh, I mean, I don't know how much people are going to be taking 3D pictures with this because the quality of the pictures looked, I mean, frankly, kind of crappy. Um, that could have been because the screen's a little bit low resolution. But I, I mean, I don't think you're going to like buy your parents a you know 3DS, send it to them so you can send them you know 3D pictures from your 3D. Anyway, anyway. The neat thing is all of this stuff you can use for games, and there's a couple of other control options. Uh, they've added an accelerometer and a gyroscope, so basically it's all of the input options. So the 3DS is a Wiimote. 
yeah, a Wiimote. It's got a touchscreen. It's not a multi-touch touchscreen, but it's still a touchscreen. Uh, it's got the two screens. It's got the microphone. It has a, a, a slide pad, an analog oh, pad. Oh, oh, but yeah, I forgot about the slide pad. It seems like we've talked about this before. But So analog slide pad is um, very similar to the old NES Max controller. I don't know if you remember that, but it's basically like you it's, – it's better than the PSP analog nub thing, worse than I would say a real joystick. Do you think that's fair? Yes, that's very fair. Um, but it, it was it, it range of motion is is not that high, but it's an analog pad, so right. good for racing games. I think well, and I think it's going to open up shooters again. I mean, if you ever tried to play a shooter on the DS with the touchscreen, it was not a good experience. You're not going to want to play a shooter on the DS with an analog pad, 3DS, because you're going to want to play a shooter on the 3DS using the camera, using augmented well, reality. Well, we'll get to that in a second. Don't 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 uh, don't uh, don't jump too I'm far. I'm trying to get through this because we've done it already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mistakes were made. It's my fault. Um. Okay, so Norm just mentioned the augmented reality demo, which is, I think, the coolest thing I saw at the whole show, much less at the Nintendo booth. But but let's uh, let's talk about that for a sec. You, I mean, we we've seen augmented reality demos for like two three years now, right? G did the thing with the windmills a long time ago, where you point your webcam at the special. Uh, the the special piece of paper and you know that all the the windmills or solar panels or whatever blast out. Uh, this was interactive in a way that I've never seen before. Uh, so you, you you well describe it, Norm. So you hold the 3ds in front of a table, and the game will probably come with some type of visual marker. In this case, it looked like a question mark box from Mario. Or I mean, it, there's also it could be anything. it could be like a QR code or something like that. So you just totally. point it at it, and it automatically starts it's working. Better when it's visual and when, yes. when it's, it's actual graphic. So Put it on the table. You calibrate by pointing 3ds at it, at, and you know putting it about 14 inches away. I think about a foot to 14 inches was the best because it needs the to render. And once it locks on, um, th- what happened was the question mark box came out of the ground on the screen and unfolded into a monster or targets that you then na- move the 3ds hold, hold around. On, hold on. We got to explain this right. It it looks it's rendering the 3D images on top of the video of the world seamlessly. So in 3D, in 3D, yeah. So you're looking at 3D representation of stuff that that's superimposed on the th- real world, all rendered in 3D on the DS screen. It was, I, I mean, I know it's words can't do this justice. It was fucking cool because mostly because it was 3D. So augmented reality is nifty by itself, but. When you're viewing augmented reality in 3D, it's that much more convincing. Uh, and when you're using a gyroscope to actually interact with it, not just buttons, even better. So what happened was there was a monster that came out, and you can only see it, of course, in the screen. And I could imagine them using this for, like, ghost hunting games. Totally. Oh, right? and, and all sorts of – I mean, what if what if it's used for a game that where the target becomes the other dude with the DS in his pocket, you know? I, I mean, there's all sorts of cool shit that they can use yes. this for. So you're moving the 3DS – and not only do you move around this, you know, 3D render that you don't see in yes. the real world, that you only see on the screen, you can look into things. You can basically, as long as the camera can see the marker, the visual ID marker, it can do anything. Right. All the stuff that would work in a normal game is superimposed on the real world. So, I mean, the upshot is it was absolutely astounding and just super, super cool. That uh, we saw a bunch of other demos. Like I, I played Pilot Wings and Star Fox. I think you played Mario Kart for a little bit, mm-hmm. and Nintendo Dogs and Cats. And, yeah, Nintendo Dogs and Cats. Uh, I every they of course they had the DSs chained to these uh, models, booth booth babes for lack of a better term, and every single person that I saw said, "Oh my God, is your name really Will Smith?" Every every <sighs> were you there? Did you witness this? No, I didn't. I see mean, it. I literally walked from station to station down this thing, and. No fewer than ten times in a twenty-minute period was I was I oh oh wow. So anyway, uh, um, all in all, oh a 3D camera. Did we talk about that already, or did um, we talk about that before? I can't remember. So you can also use the two cameras, the world-facing cameras, to take 3D pictures. I think they said you'll probably be able to share those on Facebook or some social sites. I don't know. Uh, there's also some new wireless capabilities, yes. so you can share between 3DSs and 3D. Well, you've um, always been able to do that, but now the trick is they do it while it's asleep. Yeah. So, so the thing, the thing that they said, I talked to one of the uh, uh, PR guys who actually knew a little bit more about how it's going to work. Uh, it seems like you're going to actually move uh, certain saves into like the always accessible area, 
and uh, or you'll like games will denote them as always accessible. So then if you're walking around downtown and, you know, you have your DS in your pocket, somebody else has their DS in their pocket, even if the DS is in standby mode, you know, with just the cover closed, uh, your Nintendogs will be able to visit other people's Nintendogs and, and vice versa. Uh, no mention of the 16 digit friend code. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether that's going to continue, I personally I hope not because it's powerfully powerfully lame. Uh, if they don't ditch it with this generation, probably they're not going to ever ditch it. I think. How, how's it going to affect battery life? The always on, they wouldn't say always on and 3D. Uh, I mean, the thing about it is, it's a big enough it's a big enough display, a big enough device that they can pack a whole lot of battery in there compared to like an iPhone or an Android phone or whatever, a smartphone. Uh, so, I mean, Nintendo's always been pretty good about battery life on the handhelds ever since the original GBA, which only lasted like four hours. And on they they learned their lesson. Batteries. Yeah. So. Um, and of course, you can always turn off 3D too. So, uh, I didn't see any backlight controls or anything like that. I mean, the thing I would say it's is still that an SD card. SD it, card. It's reader. still an SD card reader. Um, the stylus is still there. There's a stylus holder. It pops out this time. Mm-hmm. Of course, yep. the designs that we saw on the show floor aren't final. It seems like they think the button placement and the the basic um, organization of the devices is, is is locked in, but like the colors and finishes and all that stuff is totally up in the air. Um, anything else about the DS? 3DS? No I think pricing, no, no pricing, no announce. If it's under 200 bucks, I think it will sell like hotcakes. Yeah, I, I'm 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 super excited about it. I mean, it's the first it's the only new platform that was launched at E3 really. And I think I think my guess is they're going to launch at 200. I would say maybe 220 is the high end like if they really want to, you know, make gouge. profit, gouge, yes, yeah. because it's curiosity early adopters are going to have it sell out and then probably one year refresh $50 and once it's 150 it's done. They will sell hundred million yeah. of these. I mean, and the neat thing about this is it really offers a. Million. It offers analog and digital inputs for game for all games, which is really great. Um, so for kind of more hardcore games that require more precise control than the touchscreen allowed, I, I'm excited about that. I'm also really, really excited because it actually differentiates all the new stuff: the 3D screen, the 3D camera, the augmented reality stuff. Gives it something that really differentiates it from the mobile gaming, the, the smartphone gaming. So, okay, so that's the 3DS. That's it. You can actually go to test.com, um, not the live stream viewers, but if Probably you're by the podcast, time you hear this, by yeah. the time you hear this, uh, we'll have a video of us playing the 3DS or trip the E3 up. And right now we also have the image gallery. So if you want to see the, the shiny 3DS models and the 3DS unit, then go ahead, test.com. So uh, the other uh, kind, uh, I, I, do you think Connect's a new platform? Connect's just a, a expensive accessory, right? Connect is one hundred fifty dollars. That's what that's what the rumor is. What, what is Connect? Connect is the new Microsoft accessory for three hundred and sixty, uh, formerly known as Natal. So, what was the more unfortunate name, Connect or Natal? You know, I grew to love Natal over time. Uh, it was a bad name. Connect, I think, is a worse name because it looks like it's spelled. It looks like it sounds differently than it sounds based on the spelling. You, you keep on saying – you say kinetic. I say kinetic. Say. I say connectic. I say um, kinect. And Anna keeps on thinking about drug deals and the connect. Yeah, because of the of the wire, Because right? of the wire. Yeah. And, and then there's also like connect dicks or that Those Lego toys. Thing. Yeah, the blocks yep. that you glued together with the motors yep. and stuff. Yeah, I mean it's it's a confusing name. But I mean I get I get – my wife who's in marketing immediately knew what – she was like, "Oh yeah, they're talking about the kinetic kinetics of motion and all that. It makes perfect sense." Like, yeah, that, this is what we. This is the problem with marketing people. So, okay, kinetic connect, whatever the fuck it's called. We got to we got to get a little tiny bit of hands on time yesterday in a couple of different places. Um, we actually tried some of the first party kind of party game titles, the Microsoft titles. So, um, I guess we tried the connect the, adventures and the racing connect game. Connect the racing game. Uh, there Not two Forza, other ones. but the cart game. Right. right. So there's kin- there's uh, adventures. There's a racing game. There's, there's the Pokemon kind of thing. Yeah, Connectimals. Um, and there's a sports game. Um, if they don't sell this all in one pack, and have it possibly even bundled with Connect, so you've come around on on my theory about they're bundling all these mini games. Oh no, games I don't think they're going to do game. it. I just think that they're, it's going to fail because they don't do it. That's a that's a compelling bundle, right? Four of those games plus the Connect in one because box. Connect Adventures by itself. I guess we played the cooperative and the competitive mode. Um, it was th- a little that, thin. that is not a $60 game. Okay, well, let's talk about Connect first. Let's talk about the hardware. So hardware and Connect is uh, a few different technologies working together. I mean, 
it's kind of a synergy thing. This may this may have been the year of E three hardware synergy because there's a bunch of different technology here. They have a couple of cameras, like a, a couple of wide angle uh, RGB, just normal like webcam cameras. They have an IR camera. Uh, the whole thing tilts up and down so it can keep tall people and short people in view. And basically, what it does is it uses all of this input to track your your skeleton, your limbs. So when you first step in front of it, you have to like lift up and move your arm over, and it, that yep. tells it that tells it. Oh, Where this is the are. person to watch. Yeah, and these are arms, right? Uh, and once it has that, it can tell you where you are in relation to the floor. It can tell. I think it can track two people at once. And it and it's it's pretty good about recognizing bodies. I mean, different body types, kids. Um, I don't know about you know people with different bodies. It, it, like yeah, I mean, we if saw, you, what if you just have one arm? We didn't see any one-armed guys doing the Kinect demo. Not supported by Kinect, just like right. 3ds. One eye. Right. People with n- eye patches n- not need working. not apply. Yeah. So. The games we saw, uh, Connect Adventures, that's the one that's kind of like uh, the it's reality a party show. Game. It's a party game. It, well, you know what? It, it reminded me of a theme park. A lot of the stuff that was on it was kind of theme parky. So you'd like ride a raft down a river. And, and then you'd tilt into it. Right. Pick um, up tokens by stretching your arms out yep. and stuff like that. It was interesting. I mean, the thing that, the thing that was interesting about that, those, those demos is the accuracy of the device. I, I think mean, it was accurate in terms of uh, your, your arms. But not t- the time. There's still like well, a, there's a lag. A, definitely a definitely lag. a lag. And and it's unclear whether that's always going to be the case or something that they're going to be able to work out before they launch on November fourth. The racing game was not very fun. No, you look like you look visibly pained. The, the racing game. So, you know, in the Wii, right? You hold the the Wii mote as yes. here. You just hold your hands up in the air, like you just don't care. There's no accelerate or braking. You kind of have to pump your arms out to accelerate, to boost, and you got to swing your whole body to drift. And then Connect is – I think Connect is like four tricks in it, right? Yes. Jumping. Yes. Waving. Spinning. and Spinning and shaking. There, I mean, like, in fairness, the jumping was really fun. I, I mean, it, I, you I, – You got more of a workout with all the Connect things than, than I did with any Wii controller. Yeah, I mean, even, even like Wii Fit. Yeah, like five minutes with the Connect, I was burning way more calories than I ever have with the Wii Fit. So, the, so I think the software needs to be better, but they need to. I mean, once I think people see through Connect and realize they're only you know four, five tricks, um, everything is going to get a little redundant, and it really depends on how they can t- mix up the software. Because even with the, the adventurous game, the, you know, you're doing the exact same moves, but it's just visually different. Yeah, I mean, it's it, the thing about the Connect is the precision is there. The technology seems really, really good. The Microsoft games were pretty weak, I thought. I mean, the ones that we got to play and the ones that we've watched. Like Rare made a game. Rare did the sports game. Rare, Rare did the Wii Sports. I mean, it's Wii Sports, it's but it's basically Wii Sports. The people who played that that I talked to coming out of the demos were really pleased with it. They said it was really fun. I was kind of bummed that we didn't get to play it, even though it was fairly obviously a knockoff. Um, I, I don't know. The Connectimals has no interest to me because it's I a I really want to play game. Connectimals. You want a pet tiger. I wanted to pet a fake tiger. I mean, did you see Kylie 2.0 at the Microsoft press conference? Yes. Made very convincing that, you know, you can pet a tiger. Uh, I heard um, Giant Bomb talked about their experiences with uh, the Connectables, and there's a mode where you are the tiger. You are the tiger. You basically have to do moves, and the tiger, you know, or the, whatever animal, I think they're all cats in the, in, at launch, um, will mimic you. And you have to run through obstacles, courses, and, and shit. That's like being the cop in Hot Pursuit. I I don't know. Okay. So, okay. Like that. So uh, those games, I don't think they're going to stand very well on their own unless they're like 40 bucks, maybe. Then you can trick some people into buying them. Dude, the, no, those games are DLC games, um, downloadable games, if anything. I think, I think you're going to be surprised at how greedy Microsoft can be. I know. I'm always surprised at so how greedy Microsoft can the be. So the final thing that we saw with Kinect uh, actually was not at the Microsoft booth. This was at MTV Harmonics booth, and that's Dance Central. Dance Central? Dance Central. I say it with a heavy sigh. I'm excited about Dance Central. I, don't, I, I think you say you're excited about Dance Central. You don't realize. I was informed that we're buying Dance Central whether I want to or not. Okay, so Norm and I played I Dance Central. Norm and I, in fairness, Norm and I, I think we're the only non-Harmonics employees that were playing Dance Central. And we walked up and we're like, hey, we want to play Dance Central. Yeah, so while the Connect line at Microsoft. Yes. Right? Huge. Huge. I, I think we waited the first time for an hour and a half and then had to bail and then to come back uh, because we were, we were going to miss a meeting. Um, 
At Dance Central, no one was waiting no to play lines at Dance Central. At they Dance had three stage set up, one for a presentation and two for people to try out, and people were just standing and watching. A lot of people were watching. Oh, there were a lot of people watching. And there was know, even gawking, a little heckling. But no one wanted to no, step no, up. No, it was all professional dancers up there, which I think is why nobody wanted to get up and do it, because it was it was like watching, you know, it was like watching Britney Spears' backup dancers dancing. So, okay, so you get up at, at Dance Central. You do the swipe thing with the arm because that seems to be a common yes. behavior in, so the menu in Connect is games. Move your arm up and down, go up, and then swipe from from right to left to to activate the menu. Um, many songs, dance moves. It's all dancing. It is all dance moves. I, I think only it technically, from what I saw, only tracks one or two people. It seems like one person, maybe two at most. Yeah, like the definitely, camera definitely takes a picture of two people. Yes, but the visual representation I think was at most one. One person. Yeah, like when I you were definitely the lead dancer. It wasn't. It wasn't like my dude wasn't doing what I was yep. doing. So, so what, what, let's explain the. So okay. you stand up in front of the game. Basically, you see it's kind of like rock band style avatars, right? Um, mm-hmm. You stand up and you look at them, and you mirror what they do. And then there's also this card thing on the right side of the screen that kind of chunks up and chunks up and chunks up and shows you what the move the you're supposed to be doing is. So it eases course, you into moves. But I don't yeah. know what the moves are. You, you well, have to watch we, the dude on screen to know what the moves easy, are. Easy, easy mode, like noob mode, and the moves are really tough for us. Like there was a lot of hip shaking, you know, fist pumping, and and then the crazy freestyle section where the freestyle section was a where we fail. know what are we supposed to do? <laughs> we need instructions. Right. I need somebody to tell me what moves I'm supposed to be doing. What do we? What do we do? Okay, so. So you basically you string all these moves together and it starts off by leading like one thing into the next and one thing into the next and one thing into the next. And I mean it was fun. I don't I wouldn't pay for it were I a single dude living in an apartment by myself. The part where you would be the most embarrassed is the part where they take a picture of you. Why? I yeah, well, okay. So that is that's something we haven't talked about with Connect yet. One of the things that it can do is use the normal like normal RGB camera, and it takes pictures during exciting moments of the game. So, Pretty like on low the res crappy game, pictures. Fair enough. You can share the low res crappy pictures on Facebook, though, if you want to really embarrass oh yourself. Oh my goodness! So basically, you jump up, like when you're jumping in the adventures game, it takes a picture, and then it uses some sort of crazy logic to tell whether, like, if you jumped really high, it makes a caption about jumping really high. If you're too low to the ground, then it says you're a ground crawler. All sorts of crazy stuff like that. It's very exciting. I, I'm not. I, I mean, the the Dance Central was the high point of the Connect experience for me. I think the technology is definitely there. Whether developers choose to use it or not, we didn't get to see Forza, which I think was the most interesting demo that we saw during the press conference. Wasn't like walking into a car and just like surveying the car. No, no, they did head tracking while you were driving. Oh, okay. So basically, like if you were in cockpit mode in Forza, right, you can, and you look, if you look around, around, then the camera will look you around. see the camera, and, that, and I mean that that's cool. that's really exciting. Mm-hmm. Well, because. I mean, that makes cockpit mode actually good. Yeah. Right? So I would rather have Connect as opposed to using it, you know, in standalone games that are just gimmick games. I want to integrate it into other games, uh, like the Forza thing. So you have a game primarily pr- played with controllers still, but it will track movements, and you know, you will be able to augment your existing game yes. with with Connect naturally. Right. Naturally, not not in a gimmicky way. Um, here's the one problem uh, with Connect. Originally, when it was installed, there were a lot of rumors of that there would be a CPU inside Connect. They would, have, it would process yeah, they pulled that out, right? Pulled it out for cost. Still costs 150 bucks, but now it takes about 10, 10, 15 percent of your Xbox. Unofficially, processing. it costs um, 150 bucks. Yeah, unofficially. So it won't be backward compatible with old games. Like there, well, there aren't going to be patches. They weren't going to do games. that anyway, though, dude. I mean, they might if there's games. They're, they're there's asking a, a lot. I mean, all these. They're asking for people. To buy to presumably it's buy it's 150 a bucks, you know, for software for you know 15 launch titles or so, and hopefully have value in that a year later, two years later, three years later. So I mean that, that's that's the big question about Natal, right? Or Connect, whatever the hell it's called. Are enough people going to buy this that developers are going to be interested in building games for this platform? Because I, I don't think there. I mean I don't think there's any way. I, I mean the, I it's. Tycho on at Penny Arcade said in his post yesterday, you know, Connect is the first um, thing he saw at E3 that wasn't for him. I mean, it's it's my wife is really excited about the yoga, the the Ubisoft fitness oh, game. Oh, I think that looks that looks like the best fit. I mean, if you saw the EA press conference and EA has their like their armband stuff now that look amateurish by 
you know, the Ubisoft. Yeah, the four armbands from the you know, active game yeah. is, is terrible. And even the Wii, all the Wii yoga stuff, now you realize what a sham that is um, because with Kinect, it can actually. It, well, it, 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 it checks your form. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it says, hey, your, your butt's up too high. Yep. You pull it you down. You can't shoot anymore. So, I mean, the thing is, though, I mean, I don't, I don't think that stuff is for us. I don't think it's for the traditional gamer. I think it's for, you know, other people, people who don't normally play, people who think Mario Party is an awesome game, right? So, or, well, Mario Party 8, the bad one. Uh, so that's that's Connect. Uh, we will we'll definitely be talking more about it in the coming months. It's due out on November 4th. There's no official price yet. Uh, the rumor is 150 bucks. It'll be out soon-ish. Uh, we we don't know uh, who else is doing games. There's, I think, 15 launch titles. I don't think Forza is one of those, but the Dance Central definitely is. The four Microsoft titles we've already talked about are. There's a whole list on Giant Bomb of what else is coming. Uh, it, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I would list myself as cautiously optimistic about Kinect. Um, what, what do you think, Norm? I mean, do you think it's going to take off? Do you think a year from now Here's nobody's going to be using gamepads? Microsoft's already asking me, has already asked me, and has already made me pay $300 for a new Xbox, which we haven't talked about yet. I'm not going to pay 300 bucks for a new Xbox and also $150 for a accessory that I may or may not use that someone I know might have and I can just use at their place. Yeah, you're just going to come over to my house and mooch I, off I of can, mine. I can I know just mooch happening. off yours because I know you're, already, you're, being made, you're being forced to get one. So I, that money's better spent you know, with the 3DS and also buying the new Xbox. Fair enough. I, I, I mean, like I said, I mean, it's really up to the developers. If developers like it and, and decide they want to make money, uh, think that they can make money on it, then then it'll do well. If it do, if they don't, if there's no games a year from now, then it's doomed. It also, I mean, if Microsoft decides to subsidize games on the, for the platform, then then it, it has a good chance. Because I mean, if if Halo Reach Two comes out and you know you turn your head left and right and you get head and tracking you get the if you're HUD, using you get, it, you get the augmented reality HUD. Oh yeah, I mean I'm totally going to go in for that. If Gears, if I can play Gears Three and turn my head and see and have an advantage over other people playing Gears Three without that, of course people are going to buy it because people want to people want to kick ass. So okay, that that does that's connect. Let's move on. Let's talk about Xbox 360. Quick quick note. New Xbox, Xbox 360. Oh my god. Oh that was, God. I think, the biggest surprise of... This I is mean, the end of the Red Ring, Norm. The Red Ring is gone. I, I'm, I still have a very first-generation Xbox 360 Dude. with no HDMI port, and I think it was a 60-gig hard drive or 120. It was a... 20-gig hard drive. 20-gig hard drive. Yeah, you, you wow. have the... I do have a 20 I, gig hard I have drive. 20 gigs worth of rock band music on my hard drive. Jeez. I have a 20 gig Xbox 360 that I bought um, when it first came out. It's time for an upgrade. Mm-hmm. $300, fair price if it's, you know, this console generation is going to last another... Five years or so. I, I'm I'm buying one just because I want a quieter Xbox in my house. Quiet, yep. So new Xbox is smaller. It's shiny black. Um, there's 250 gig hard drive. Yes. That's pretty impressive. You are correct, sir. Still 300 bucks. I think they're calling it the Elite on Amazon, but I think the official name is new it, Xbox. It's it, it, it's lowercase new, so it's just the Xbox 360 250 gig, gigabyte model. Right. And they're ca- killing all the old Xbox arcade models, so we'll probably see new SKUs uh, with arcade branding with a new shape. Yeah, I mean the the old shape is going away. It's the same thing that happens with happened with the PS3 Slim. You know, the old the OG style is going away. Basically, it's the Valhalla redesign and so it's, with Wi-Fi built in. Yeah, 802.11n built in. Um, it has a port built in so that you don't have to use a power brick with Kinetic Connect, whatever the hell that thing. I'm going to keep calling it Kinetic for like two years now. Um, uh, what else? It has more USB ports, which is definitely a good thing. I think it has five. Uh, uh, something else. Something else is new. Oh, the memory card slots are gone. Completely. Gone. Like, no memory USB? card slots. Good. Straight USB now. Perfect. Um, I think that's everything. Yeah, and new, it's, new it's controller. Smaller. It's shiny chrome. Uh, I think touch buttons as opposed to like uh, touch sensitive buttons as opposed to uh, fully depressible ones um, on, the, on the 360. Uh, and it's out now. Well, supposedly. We went to Best Buy today. They and we didn't, couldn't, it we was couldn't not out now at Best Buy. And according to GameSpot. Games, ah, GameStop. GameStop. There's uh, no, start. no new 250 gigabyte Xboxes within 100 miles of our location. So uh, I have one coming in from Amazon. Yes, me too. And we will take one apart. Don't as you soon worry. as we can. Yeah, as and, soon as we and get it and compare have some, it to yeah. the original Xbox. Exactly. So uh, very excited about that. I mean, I'm I, if if it really is whisper quiet, 
if you can, I mean, obviously the optical drive is still loud, but if you can install games on the hard drive and have a whisper quiet Xbox 360, that is a glorious. That makes Xbox thing. 60 much more compelling as an even more compelling as, guess, a video as, as the, and all that. the video streaming Netflix ESPN device now. Exactly. Um, because I watch Netflix a lot on Xbox, and it is by far the best way to watch Netflix, you know, without buying a Roku box. You, um, you mentioned the ESPN thing. We should talk about that for a sec because that is super exciting. Um, I, you know, if you if you're the guy that wants to ditch uh, college football, uh, I'm sorry, if you're the guy that wants to ditch your Comcast bill and and switch to a full time streaming kind of situation, basically, it's been really easy to do as long as you don't watch any sports. Uh, coming soon, I don't think they gave a date. They did not. Uh, ESPN three content will I, I be would available think before, on three sixty before the fall for you know. It seems like football before season. football season. Yeah. yeah, I mean you could get you could get baseball with MLB TV on an iPhone or Apple TV or any number of other things, computer, whatever. You couldn't get football. You couldn't get ESPN. If ESPN three has Sports Center, football games, NHL, NASCAR, all the sports stuff that people love to watch, it's it's huge. And it's so, so bad for Comcast. So here's the tricky part. Here's the funny business. They say it's free for uh, Xbox Live Gold subscribers. It's 50 bucks a year. Free? Holy cow. They say you can stream for free. You know, you're using your RSP. But it's only compatible with certain ISPs. That's what it seems like so far. So That's not been confirmed, right? No, it has been confirmed because oh. if you check their press release on the website, they do say it only works with certain ISPs. So that means it's Comcast, Time Warner, Charter, uh, all the big guys. They say... You have to check the ESPN3 website, and we did a test on this yesterday. So even though right now I can go on ESPN3 at home, I'm on Comcast, and I can stream um, you know, soccer right now, World Cup soccer at home from ESPN3.com. If I use their service, their little um, website service checker to see whether I qualify, they say I don't qualify. See, I can watch ESPN3 at home right now, and I have Comcast, and I, I, they say I don't qualify, but I too can watch it. I know. So what does this mean? That when I enable it on 360, I will qualify or not qualify. I don't know. We'll find How out. How will they check? We will find out. Um, so, okay, so that peed my Wheaties a little bit. But, yeah, we'll see how it goes when it comes out. We'll, we'll naturally, we'll talk about it and report on it in, in full. What else? What I'm else thinking, is on the docket? I'm looking check at the, the list. Check the wave. I'm looking at the list right now. Okay, so let's let's talk about Sony stuff. We didn't we had to pick and choose because we were we did a lightning tour of E three, only there for one day, uh one tenth of which of was which, spent yes, waiting, waiting in the Nintendo line. DS line. And then another two tenths of which we were waiting in a Connect line. So that was it was fun fun all around. The uh the move stuff, interesting, not not so much, really. I mean, we watched a bunch of people playing. It didn't look interesting enough to wait in line and shoot a video of, frankly. I mean, did you the think? Demos were not that impressive. Yeah, it wasn't. It, it was okay, but not magical. We did get to try out PlayStation 3 3D with new Bravia TVs. And despite what you might have read in some other blogs, you know, this is great 3D on your console, it wasn't that good. Well, we were watching MotorStorm, which is traditionally not an awesome. I mean, it's an impressive game because there's a lot of stuff happening mm-hmm. and it's big, but it probably wasn't the best game to actually look at the demos on. Uh, it was super, super aliased and really, really jaggy. Um, the frame rate was definitely chuggy, which is probably because it's pre-release, not because of a problem with the technology. And you know, the frame rate's going to be hit. It's rendering double. It's rendering double. Um, the, yeah. The Bravia TVs, I mean, it might be even be better to switch to 720p and um, just use it or... I mean, I mean, the thing is, we came straight from the 3DS and into the 3D stuff at Sony, and after looking at the 3DS, even on the little tiny screen, the 3DS on the six, I mean, the Sony stuff on the 60-inch Bravia was was not as awesome as I was had been led to believe. And it's the same shutter, active shutter glasses. I mean, you have to buy shutter glasses, you have to get the new TV. It's the same thing as what you'd get from Nvidia, the uh, Envision stuff. So nothing, nothing new and surprising. The yeah. thing is, the, the software, the firmware update is, is three, yeah, 3D vision. Yeah. The stuff is already out. So if you have a PS3, you got the firmware update, you can, uh, if you, you have the Bravia TV, you, you, can, you can check it out right now. If you have the Bravia TV. And the glasses. glasses. Yeah. So um, the move, we, we, like I said, we didn't, it wasn't, didn't seem like it was worth waiting in line. It, it really looked like um, the, Wii, the Wii. I mean, it looked like Wii games from like two, three years ago. Uh, the only thing that they've added is, of course, the ball on the top, the colored ball, which means that you can track, uh, it can track your position in space on a one-to-one basis, which is new. 
The Wii doesn't do that. It's kind of interesting. The games that they were showing weren't terribly exciting. I don't think I saw the Tiger Woods demo anywhere on the floor. Um, so, I mean, kind of, kind of, uh, as far as I'm concerned, it's a kind of a fizzle, at least so far. Um, the, the one interesting thing about Move is the price. And it's expensive because you have to have the eye, the the camera. You have to have the 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 thing with the ball, and then there's also a nunchuck uh, attachment. And a lot of the the games that they were demoing require two of the things with the balls in order to work right. So let's see, the ball things are fifty bucks each, right? The nunchucks are thirty bucks each. The camera is ninety bucks, ninety nine bucks. Crazy expensive. Yep. Like like Trenton said, it's all about the fanboys. Yeah, I'm. I'm just. I don't. I don't see it. I mean, if you can buy a Wii for two hundred bucks, why would you go out and buy two hundred dollars worth of accessories for your PS3? I, I don't get it. I, I'm because it only does everything for price. Well, that's true. So we did see some games. We're not going to talk about the games. Um, you can go to Giant Bomb. They have you know tons of. They got they got better behind closed doors previews. Oh, uh, of the game. Hold on. Uh, ch- uh, update. It's $99 for the camera, the wand, and the game, according to Adam Fedor, UK, who apparently is, is checking US prices. Um, it's a different camera than the iToy camera or whatever the current PS3i is. Uh, Why would you I, want the shitty camera? I, 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 anyway, I'm not talking about Sony stuff anymore. Move on. We'll, 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 we'll test it out when, when we have real hardware. We can test it in controlled circumstances here, outside of the controlled circumstances in the Sony stuff. Uh, and we'll move on from there. All right. So, Norm, you're a, you're a fan of Rock Band. Aren't I, you? I'm a big fan of Rock Band. I, I'm a fan of Rock Band as well. Uh, as everyone knows, Rock Band 3 is coming. Mm-hmm. With it come a whole boatload of new instruments, which is why we're talking about it, because it's hardware. Um, keyboard. Keyboard, keyboard slash guitar yep. slash yep. Cats MIDI. Make keyboard. Keyboard, yes. Two-octave keyboard. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is small. It is small. But uh, serviceable. So, so you got to play. I didn't actually get to play with it. You yes. got to play with it. Let's it, let's hear how how it goes. I, one, I okay, did shamed, not like. Tested, I did. I shamed myself. I shamed the world. Uh, the keyboard. Um, I'm not going to buy the keyboard from Mad Cats. There's really? no you're, reason. You're going to get a MIDI keyboard. Uh, well, because you, you play the piano. If you play the piano, or if you have any, any interest in learning to play the piano, so let's let's go back. Let's take one step back. One step with back. Rockman Three. 84 songs or so, 83, 84 83 songs. 83 songs, he said, yeah. Uh, they announced 22 of them. Great songs. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. There are some. There's a lot Kylie, of music, metric, A lot of 70s um, music. Very cool set list so far. So by itself, great. Uh, introducing stuff, you know, features from Beatles rock band. So yes. harmony. Harmonies. Three mics. Plus keyboard. So seven people total. Yes. Already great features. And features, of course, they kind of were there's inspired and borrowed stuff. Yeah. from, um, you know, uh, Guitar Hero. So there's the whole every player at any at any time can drop out, change your difficulty, whatever. Lefty mode. Who cares? Um, who cares? Move on. The best and, and of course you can import all fifteen hundred rock band songs. Except for, except the for Beatles. Beatles songs. So you knew, you know, Lego Rock Band, Green Day, everything, Rock Band Two One, into Rock Band Three. It's gonna be the definitive rock band experience, Rock Band Three, of course. I, yeah. So the big it, thing it, it really seems like they're swinging for the fences with Rock Band Three. Pro mode. Yes. Pro, pro mode. mode is that's the game changer. It's this is basically them tricking us into learning how to play instruments. So kind of. I mean, I'm not gonna bit. I'm not gonna buy the PR hype, okay? Okay. I, they're telling you by and you know, mastering rock band, you'll be able to play an instrument, you know, you'll you'll learn guitar, you'll learn piano, you'll learn bass. Can, can I play promo you'll with my existing drums. rock band controllers? You cannot play promo with You have to get a special controller, have, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. So even if you master rock band, if you had, if you went into rock band with no real guitar experience and you come out of rock band with five stars with on expert, five stars green, on expert in pro, pro mode, yeah. you I, I still don't think you're going to be able to play guitar. You will know how to play, like they say, campfire guitar, where you can you know where to put your fingers and how to strum. And you I can, do not you think know, you will know that. You can do chords out of memory, but you're not going to be able to read sheet music or you're tabs. Not, you're not going to read. Be able, it'll be like. Kind of tabs. No. Um, oh, you, hold on. Are you talking about pro mode or the old pro mode? Pro oh, mode. I think you'll be able to read tabs. Looking at how the the you can, but the you won't be able to read sheet music, and it'll be everything out of memory. Yeah, you'll you'll be able to so, play guitar enough to impress a girl. It, I think you'll be able to play. It'll be it'll be still much more than you'd be able to learn from you know rock band right now. 
um, but it's not. I don't think you could call yourself a musician. So so okay, let's talk about the band. new guitar. There's two new guitars coming. Uh, the Mad Cat's one has 150 buttons basically. So there's five buttons on each fret, okay. and you have to you you learn basically they teach you basic chords, mm-hmm. and then they tell you where to place those chords yes. on which fret based on uh, six so, strings. So, so, so yeah. it's a diff- completely different interface, right? It's not five buttons. It's six strings, and the notes that pop up have numbers on them that tell you which fret to put on. So you're not only you don't not only have to keep in mind what string to pluck, right, or you know what series of strings for right. chords, but where which fret. To so hold. so yeah. So what what you do is you make the chord on the fret using the five buttons and the the fret markers on the thing as you move up and down like you would on a normal guitar, mm-hmm. and then you have six fake strings at the strumming area, yep. and those strings correspond to the. The normal, you know, red, yellow, blue, mm-hmm. green, orange, whatever the fifth color is, purple, I guess. Yep. So they have two guitars that can do this. It's both fenders, I think. One has actual buttons. Well, what, that, that's the Mad Cat's one, actually. Oh, the Mad Cat's one. Uh, yeah, buttons on buttons. for frets, like 100 buttons, and but still strings that you strum. Yes. And then there's a real fender, real guitar. Like a real guitar that you can plug into an amp and make music with. And you, you actually have to hold down the string, and it knows where you're holding down the string, you know, it each string has its own sensor, so it, if you pluck yes. it, it, you will see it vibrate on the screen. It seems it, so badass. Yes. That is very cool. Yes. And, and so one of the things they did during the demo was they actually plugged in uh, – the guy who was playing the Fender actually plugged in an amp while he was playing uh, White Stripes, Hardest Button to Button, and we could hear the guitar playing – uh, over the over the, yeah, the game, so it can output to the amp and yeah. over the MIDI connection to the game and synchronize at the same awesome. time. So that's the way to really play Rock Band. Yeah, is to have real music. Play. Basically, they're they're. I mean, I, I don't think you're going to be a super proficient, but like you said, you'll be able to play guitar well enough to impress girls. There is no pro bass announcement yet. No, they said there's I, pro bass. No pro bass. Guitar, oh, there's no uh, no, no guitar, accessory uh, accessory yet. But I'd be surprised if Fender can come out with one. And that's the one I'm going to want. I want a pro bass. You want to learn how to play bass. I, I have a bass. I want a bass that I can plug ah. into both. So, Rock yeah, I mean, and, but, but and there, the pro bass mode is in there. So if you have the, the Mad Cat's guitar or the Fender guitar, you can mm-hmm. you can noodle. It'll have the wrong number of strings. I so assume keyboard. That he said there's a whole bunch of tutorials built into the game. Yes. So if you want to learn how to tune, if I mean, basically, as you're, they're, they're going to start at the very beginning and work you through it. It's basically a tutorial experience if you go into pro mode and start at the beginning. So... Coming full circle back to the guitar or keyboard. Yes. If you want to play keyboard, you can also have pro mode and normal mode. Yes. Pro mode, uh, normal mode, I guess you just use the five. You There's know, like use five, five keys, keys you use. And, you know, with one hand, you can have five keys and you just hit It's going to be a little easy, I think. Super easy. Pro mode is where you're going to want to play the keyboard. But I think the Mad Cat accessory, the keys were very bouncy. They felt very plasticky. didn't feel like a hmm. solid keyboard or piano at all. Interesting. I see not get that. Get a full MIDI keyboard if you're interested in learning to play piano. You say swing wide. Swing wide. Because it's going to be 100 bucks for the, the cheap exactly. plastic one. So you can probably get something nice for three. Yeah. Yeah. And That's the tested attitude right there. <laughs> but I'm also going to tell you, if you know how to play piano right now, yes. it doesn't mean you're going to know how to play. Yes, because you know how to play piano. Through. I know how to I've play piano. I've never actually witnessed this, but you, you I've claim. I've played piano for, three, for 11 years. And I can read sheet music. Do you play music. piano or piano? Can you I like can, do like ragtime and? No, I can read sheet music. I okay. can sight read, no problem. But when you're watching, are you just playing frou frou classical music or no. something? Or are you playing? Oh, like... Yeah, yeah, just frou frou classical okay. music. Okay. But when you watch the the number, the, uh, the game, yeah. and the icons, you know, stream across yes. the screen, so weird. Because it like it moves right, it, it scrolls left and right as you're playing. Not only the buttons, like the icons, come down screen, yes, right. Because there are many more keys. Even with two octaves, you're talking about sixteen you know, keys. Well, seven well, plus, plus five. Blocks. Yeah, right. So twelve, twenty-four keys. Okay. And then, but on the screen, it's only five sections. But I guess every button, every button is a, is a thing. And then it shifts. Yes, it so moves it shifts left, and, left right. and right. When you need so to use different ends of the keyboard, completely screwed up. Well, the thing is, you're not. It's not like you're doing something where you're using like right hand for for rhythm and left hand for melody or anything like that. Nothing like that. You're just playing you're like just three matching, notes at a time. You know, this black key with that black key, this white key with that white key. Yes. So okay. Um, also, here's also why it screwed me up. When you when you're playing guitar on Rock Band. Yes. And if you're a righty. Yes. The notes on the right side of the screen. Yes. You use your pinky. Yes. On the piano, the you notes your... on the right side of the screen. Oh wow. You use your thumb. Wow, that's weird. On your, on your, on your. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I, I get it. It's going to be totally backwards. So, relearn piano. Okay. 
Okay, so that's harmonics and stuff. Uh, we didn't get hands-on with the new guitars because they basically didn't have any of them there. Uh, as soon as we can get that stuff in, we'll give it a try and let you know how it goes. I'm very interested to see how both of those things work in the real world because they both seem kind of the, – both the guitars especially seem amazing um, like like and, and magical in a way that I kind of would suspect wouldn't work very well in a normal situation. So we'll see. Uh, final thing we want to talk about is on live. It's going live tomorrow. We haven't actually, we didn't get into the beta because we're lame or something. Uh, we'll, we'll fire it up tomorrow and let you know how it goes. I'm, uh, I, I don't know. Are you excited about on live norm? Not really. Cause I don't want to buy games and then have it, you know, crap out on me once I stop subscribing. I don't want to rent games that way. Yeah, I mean, the, the their terms of service and their model seems weird because I, I don't want to pay a, a month. I, I'm comfortable paying a monthly fee and losing access to games when those go away, like GameTap or something like that. I'm also comfortable renting games with a Netflix-style service like Gamefly. I'm not interested in paying for a monthly rental and paying for games and losing access to those games when I stop paying for this. It's going to make sense in hotel rooms? Or cable boxes, maybe. In I, cable I, boxes, I maybe built-in TV if they can get it there. Uh, it would have made sense on a Mac before Steam launched on Mac. Maybe. Um, and it would make sense if it wasn't a monthly subscription service. That yeah, if, if you, you paid 50 if bucks you just and you paid just to had access games, to the game, yep. yeah. Or cheaper. And if you got a physical copy it, by, you know, when you ended your subscription. Yeah, but I mean, it's kind of like buying an Xbox. It's, like, it's kind of like buying an Xbox Live game and then losing access to that game if you stop paying for premium, mm-hmm. for gold. And remember, you can't mod the game at all. So you buy a PC game, you buy Half-Life, you buy Team Fortress 2. You can't go into the config files. You can't, you know, you have save games. They've, they've architectured the games to still work with save games. It's basically PC gaming. Um, kind of. It, it is because your inputs are still PC um, and the signals you're sending. I mean, the servers they run are, are running PC video cards. But you can't, you know, you can't mod the config files. You can't run mods. Um, it, you don't have any control over it. No. Well, okay, so we'll try it out tomorrow. We'll write about it uh, next week sometime and let you know how it goes. Uh, so I guess that wraps it up for today for our E3 Spectacular 2010. For Tested.com and Norman Chan, I'm Will Smith. Uh, as always, leave us positive feedback, negative feedback, whatever you think. Leave comments, like the Facebook page, leave, send us messages on Twitter, or leave comments on the, on the site, anything We listen to all feedback and appreciate it. Thank you for listening, and we will talk to you guys next week. Kirby Epic Yarn, fuck yes, I would like to play that more than life. It looked awesome. I was so bummed that I didn't get to go back to that those stations and give it a chance, but we just didn't have time. No! Dance! God damn it. Okay. And we're back! <laughs> <laughs>